I try to do a different sound effect each time. Are we going? Let me just re-, re- st- Should I? I don't know, because Periscope says we are live, but Restream does, is not letting on. Okay. All right? I see it going anyway. I mean, what's up, everybody? Maybe it's just my computer connection. Press one if you hear me. Press two if you don't, right? <laughs> or see me. Because it could be... No sound? Those of you who are on hold, hang tight. I am I going live? I mean, it looks like I'm live on everything. Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Had sound, lost it now. Says Utopia Bear. Can you hear me? Sound is back. <laughs> All right, guys. Little bit of a rough start here, and you know my computer connection. The Ethernet is really. I don't know what, it's, it could be these Macs, you know, they're slave made, and the slaves don't do good work, that's why socialism stinks, right, it does, right, sound is back, right, what a mess, um, anyway, so what's up to Twitch, Facebook, Periscope, D Live, YouTube, Talk Stream Live, and JLP Live, those last two are live audio feeds, and I hear that you can even listen on the, on the Jesse Lee Peterson call-in thing. We're sound- you hear me? You hear me, guys? Hold on, let me just see. Let me refresh the live chat. Man, what's happening? But did it, did it drop, or are we going again? I can't tell. What a mess. I just want to make sure. Have I lost have I lost any any uh periscope guys or am I just tripping? Is it all the same? Anyway, guys, it is Friday, 9:04 a.m. US Pacific Standard Time, December 12th. Was per- was Periscope lost and restarted? It's Friday, December 11th. Sorry, it's not the 12th. T- tomorrow is the 12th. 2020. We're all thrown off. I don't see that Periscope is going right now. But it could be just my computer's all messed up. Um, oh, man. I mean, I'm live on Periscope for you? Okay. Hang on. I don't like this. What's up? Thank you to the Streamlab supporters. Thank you to... Maybe I should turn off my Wi-Fi. Um, thank you to the... Uh, <laughs> to everybody listening on the... Uh, all that stuff. Thank you to the DLive supporters. What's up, Dark Side of the Bear? What? At the very end of the show yesterday... 
dark side of the bear what gave some uh, super chats about beards and beards beardly hosted my show on his channel on D Live and stated that uh, yes indeed Beardson is a good man Hake no man is good OG for real if you resend your thank you I will thank him for you thanks bro. <laughs> So anyway, I have some people on the line, calls from Sweden and New York and everywhere. You can call in 888-775-3773. Apologies for the messy start. Yeah, I think it's partly my fault, but also partly the computer. It's this computer. Boomer tech, black tech, and hot tech (laughs) because it gets warm in here, right? Thank you. By the way, I have some thanks in order for all of the boomer chats. You guys can boomer chat me. Maybe I should add that to my website, the P.O. Box, for uh, Bond. But um, people have sent me uh, gifts and super chats through the snail mail. Snail mail chats? What does Big Bear call them? Thank you guys anyways. Spoiler alert. Chris from Arizona and Cassie, I think, is the name. Is it? And uh, Mary from San Antonio. What's up, Reprobata from DLive? DLive is for alphas. Others are for betas, says Marcus Jones Stinks. Stop the steel rallies tomorrow, December 12th. I think that's why I said the 12th. Tomorrow is the 12th of December. And to this day, there are stop the steel rallies. You can go down to Huntington Beach tomorrow afternoon, like 2 to 5 p.m., which seems Kind of like, oh, it might be getting a little colder by the end of that, but you can dress warmly. To this day! (laughs) In Washington, D.C., I hear there's one at 9.30 in the morning. A Stop the Steel rally. StopTheSteel.us. Check it out. Watch your backs, guys and gals. But worth checking out. I hear there's one in Miami around noon at the Freedom Tower, right? Something like that? I don't know. I have some stories to cover. Um, You know, I just want to play for you some clips of these anti-Trumpers, whether they're Republicans or rhinos or, well, same thing, right? Or uh, Democrats or media figures, known liar media figures. Is secession treason? People accuse the South of being treasonous or of committing, being traitors. Or they accuse Rush Limbaugh for saying that we're, Trending towards secession as treason? That's Geraldo talking. He's like a go-along-with-evil-just-to-get-along, blown-and-buffeted-by-the-waves type of a boomer guy. By the way, he's like Hispanic and Jewish and a liberal. But I do credit him for liking President Trump. Every now and then he's right about something, but he's not right here. Hunter Biden story spiked by the whole mainstream, and now they're pre- now Nancy Pelosi, who's a joke, deflects to QAnon, and I say she's a joke, but yet you have to deal with her. You have to be like a gro- a true man to be able to deal with that woman because she is evil and and uh, shameless, and just somehow ingratiates. The males, so that they totally leaves them defenseless. It's remarkable. I guess staring from the outside in, 
you don't realize the weakness of human nature and how it can affect you. And by the way, Kamala Harris and Joe Biden are so-called person of the year because they're not men and they're not women. (laughs) What a mess. All that and more and your calls. But let's get on, finally, at 10 after, five minutes later than usual, with the show. By the way, Twitter and autocorrect don't know how to spell Dylan Roof, the the white murderer. They're all trending because a black murderer got uh, executed. Oh, it's the hate report, the hate report, la la la. everybody doing? It is a nice Friday morning over here. Good afternoon or early afternoon to those of you in the Eastern time or way over in Sweden and wherever you guys are. What nonsense going on? Let me let me just play this ridiculous clip. Over on mainstream media, every now and then I like to look over at what the mainstream media is doing, right? See what they're talking about. So, as you know, I've read it to you in Hake News, 106, 106 congressional Republicans, right, in the U.S. House of Representatives have signed on to support this Texas lawsuit, including one known rhino who people were excited about at one point, the guy with the eye patch, the young, sort of-ish, former Navy SEAL, Dan Crenshaw, complete rhino and coward. He's a coward. But, to his credit, he did, he does some stuff right, right? For example, he signed on to this 106 um, congressman, uh, amicus brief or whatever, submitted to the Supreme Court to support Texas's lawsuit against the four battleground states that they changed their election stuff. Here's Dan Crenshaw. They changed their election uh, practices by hook or by crook, and it's something that Nancy Pelosi and many others have been pushing for even before this COVID thing, but they used COVID as an excuse to Change the way that we do the elections. Do vote by mail, early voting. Make it easy for any dumb idiot to vote, right? And they are dumb idiots voting. If you vote for Biden, I'm sorry, you're a dumb idiot. Or if you don't vote for Trump, it's just a fact, Jack. Am I right? Or if I'm wrong, let me know. But... Here is, I got this clip from Mediaite, and um, this disgraced, well, the headline is, Brian Williams, 
Brian Williams is a guy who you used to be a respected NBC anchor during the 2000 election when it was up in the air whether uh, whether George W. Bush or Al Gore, I invented the internet, um, Gore, won the election, and it was all up between what's going to happen with Florida and with the Supreme Court and all that stuff. You guys may not be familiar, that familiar. Some of you may be more familiar than I am. Well, Brian Williams became a star at that point because he was on air every day reporting about what's going on with this election. Hanging chads and recounts and lawsuits and all that stuff. He, be, he went on late night sh- sh- shows talking about, oh man, it's crazy out there. And we will be getting to your calls. Hang tight, guys. But Brian Williams was exposed for lying. Like, in order, like, lying about stuff that he did that he didn't really do. Oh, we crash-landed in a helicopter and I got shot at, and that wasn't true. I may be butchering the story, right? Even I'm not, I'm not even telling his lie correctly. But he, just a few years ago, was exposed for lying. I think it took place in 2014 or 2015 that this guy was exposed for lying, being a liar. Maybe, it, I think, it, I want to say it was 2014, I'm not sure. Or 2015, I mean. But, so he didn't get fired completely from NBC, because he was such a top head honcho. He got downgraded to MSNBC, which is the, the little baby brother of NBC. It's the cable channel. And in MSNBC has a lesbian as their star um, host. That is, what's her name? Well, it doesn't matter. That lesbian host. And they are just off-the-deep-end liberals. Just joke of people. MSNBC. They're so bad of a joke, in fact, that Rush Limbaugh quit even mentioning or playing clips of them, and their ratings went down. <laughs> I remember that happening. There's uh, Brian Williams. So he, according to Mediaite, which is a far-left online outlet, talks about what the media is saying, smacks down Republicans going along with the Trump effort to overturn the election. And he cusses. And I'm going to actually play the whole cuss word. So it's the A word, guys, kids. (laughs) He's trying to talk like a black, I think. This disgraced for lying MSNBC host gives a flashback first, though, of Ted Cruz. And this is a nice reminder, actually, of Ted Cruz being a rhino. Yeah, and yeah, he was opposing Trump and running against Trump. This is back in 2016, I think, when Ted Cruz was trying to beat President Trump to get the Republican nomination for president. Repeating the mainstream media lies about Trump lying, which is false. Here is Ted Cruz. This is from, this is being played by this uh, Brian Williams guy, and then he's going to talk about Ted Cruz. Listen to this. I'm going to tell you what I really think of Donald Trump. This man is a pathological liar. Clean-faced. He doesn't know the difference between truth and lies. He lies practically every word that comes out of his mouth. The man cannot tell the truth, but he combines it with being a narcissist. The man is (laughs) utterly amoral. Morality does not exist for him. 
So fast forward to now, and what a difference four and a half years can make. This week, Donald Trump offered Ted Cruz the job of arguing this attempt to overturn the election before the Supreme Court, if it ever gets to the Supreme Court. Ted Cruz, one of the many Trump supplicants in the Republican Senate, said, yes, sir, I'm your man. And then there's this. A new poll from Quinnipiac finds 34 percent of all voters say Biden's win is not legitimate. Nice. It's a lot. I'm going to tell you what it I really think of Donald Trump. You're replaying it. It's just looped it. Um, that was Ted Cruz. Man, he aged. He grew a beard. His hair got gray. Man. He aged in four years. But 34% of the uh, people do not think that Biden's so-called victory is legitimate. And yet, you have YouTube and Google and uh, Facebook and Twitter and the mainstream media all uniting against the people, against the people, trying to force a third of the people. You think that's unifying to force them to pretend something that they don't believe, pretend to believe something that they don't believe? It's not unifying. So that's that uh, Brian Williams, and here he is cussing because this rhino Dan Crenshaw signed on to those 108... 106, did I say 108 or 106? House Republicans signing on to that Texas lawsuit. And then he has this rhino guy, complete rhino, anti-Trumper, Mike Murphy, who is a veteran Republican strategist. You're going to hear his voice after you hear uh, Brian Williams' voice. He's an advisor to Republican voters against Trump talk. Listen to these sleazy guys, a liar and a rhino grandstander. Listen to these people. Crenshaw's name stood out to me, too, as I perused that list of over 100 duly elected members of the House. Uh, Forgive my French. These are grown ass men and women. These are elected Republican representatives. I have never seen people so scared of an individual in my lifetime. But think of what they've done to weaponize the Republican voting base and think of the expectations now on what we used to call traditional Republicans trying to run for re-election. Yeah, they've declared a war on the institution's democracy and they're telling our our hardcore third of the country that the election is illegitimate. It It is massively irresponsible beyond anything you could suspect. And again, People like Dan Crenshaw have served the country well earlier in their careers. I don't know how they can look in the mirror right now. Nice. I'm okay with Dan Crenshaw doing the right thing nowadays, every now and then, right? We should. So he cuts, these are grown amen. I only hear, I only hear blacks saying that term. What does this guy think he's, he is? Brian Williams is white, I think. Right? Isn't he white, people? Oh yeah, that is that his is that his name Carmichael or whatever. Uh, there was a guy who, if you were watching the video, if you were watching the video, um, yeah, did, you didn't know that Ted Cruz was thinking like that. <laughs> yeah, for, this is why I call him a rhino. And he was just post, he was just doing his. He he gives a talk. He says a few words and then he pauses for like a long time, and then he says some more words like he's giving a speech. And it's always so phony. That's Ted Cruz, right? That's why I call him a rhino. Trump exposed him as a rhino. And yeah, I do want him to do the right thing. I think he does have some conservative beliefs, right? But there's a difference between having uh, faith without works is dead, right? Faith without works is dead. And that's what so many of us are. 
phony bunch of rhinos and fake Christians. What a shame. And so President Trump is shaming a whole lot of Republicans and intimidating them to function. You have to be a bit of a bully to force people to function. Because people don't have, as Jesse Lee Peterson puts it, they don't have the law in their hearts. They need the law to force them and shame them. They need society to shame them into doing the right thing. Or society, in this case, is President Trump and the people who support President Trump. Because now they see the difference. They see, oh, once you go to uh, Washington, D.C., you don't have to become a total cuck and surrender the country to evil. You can actually still be a real person and stand on what's right with principles. Nice. And that's what President Trump has done. And these people are mad about it because, oh, this is disrupting democracy. So phony. I have some more clips to play. I'm going to, but I want to get to some calls and talk about the, um, read your super chats and stuff. Thank you to Peter from Periscope with the diamond saying, Tony about to send 50 news articles to your P.O. box. (laughs) I know. (laughs) I called out Tony from California yesterday because this guy, he calls in and yeah, he's goofy. He's ridiculous. He says lies. He calls Kyle Rittenhouse a murderer and it's not true. And he just repeats dumb stuff. And, but he seems friendly. He claims to have been a truck driver, business owner, and to still work when he, be retired, but still work when he has time, or feels like it. But that, this guy is nuts. And it is a shame that he is, it's immoral that he's, um, believing the way he is. And he is a nutcase. Tony, man. Anyway. Uh, the Rev Chav Cro- Chad Kroger, am I pronouncing your name right? Chad said Williams's daughter. Oh man, <laughs> says something about Williams's daughter. That is maybe vulgar. Yeah, people are not good fathers and mothers nowadays. I believe that William uh, Brian Williams is supposed to be a family man. <sighs> According to this super chat, his daughter, a little out of control, to put it lightly. Thank you, Chad Kroger. (laughs) I don't want to repeat it. I will be reading your Streamlabs support as well. Streamlabs.com slash The Hake Report. I want to touch next after a, a call or two on this Geraldo Rivera slamming Rush Limbaugh over the secession talk. So, hang tight for that, but let me first get to Samuel in Sweden. He wants to talk about Trump and the election. Samuel, how are you? I'm doing well. Nice. And uh, I want to call in and uh, shortly my first mention that uh, on my Sunday stream, the topic will be um, beauty. I know that the word beauty can be interpreted different, but uh, it will be interesting about, you know, importance of having uh, things around you that are more meaningful than, let's say, the modern modern uh, world offers. Wow. But All right. I don't... Perhaps I... To diffuse... Uh, diffuse. Ah, okay. Anyway, I'm going to go to another thing here, and that's 
many years ago, almost 20 years ago, I saw a conspiracy video about an upcoming election. It was like an animation. And I'm thinking about it more and more because it seems like it could be this election here that we are having now in, in the you have in USA. Yeah. And what it said was that there was a president can be a president who was reelected and but before he was reelected uh, there was a lot of things around the election and uh, so it seems like uh, he it was like difficult for him to be reelected but he was reelected so that's if that's Trump, you know, he will be reelected. But they also said that there would be a he would create martial law before he was reelected. And I started to hear General Flynn and other people saying that Trump has the power to declare martial law in order to stop Biden to become president. Right. I don't know. People have speculated about this about Obama, actually, Samuel. Yeah. People were saying anyway, Obama was going to do that. Because when you yeah, have a divided are. country, anything is, you know, all that stuff is in in the realm of what people might speculate to be possible. So I and, don't know. But the, I'm not the, into, the, like, the, predictive stuff from 20 okay. years ago, predict, trying to predict what's going to happen today. Because it just, but, it's kind of silly. Uh, yeah, in one way, but, but another interesting thing was that it had happened a lot of things, uh, but they said that afterward, uh, Texas would break out from the Union. Right. And Texas has I, always I been in, kind of a standout state. They've, yeah. been, they've been more supposedly conservative traditionally than the rest of the states, or at least they've been like the typical one that you talk about as standing out from the rest. I don't know. And I, I was listening to the Texas Attorney General, and I mean, the way that they look at it. If they can't, you know, about the election, if they can't, you know, have a fair election, it seems like they, they are very unhappy being in the union. So I right. thought, very interesting stuff, you know, but... Uh, are you, pretty bad are you working right now, Samuel? No. You're not working? No. You don't have, a, jo- uh, you don't un- have a regular job? Unemployed. Oh, man. I'm unemployed. Are you able to... Are you able to find a job? Yeah, I'm, I'm searching for a job. I have to search for a job, you know. Yeah. There's So there's nothing you can do? Like, it's, it's, do you have a job offer? <laughs> uh, no, I mean, you know, Sweden is crazy like most other countries. The, I would say half of the... Companies do not employ anyone right now, but I'm trying to get a job in the businesses that still are working better. Not even well, like a, not even like a McDonald. Are there McDonald's in Sweden? Well, you know, Sweden is a socialist country. Uh-huh. So you can't just knock doors in big places like that and get a job. They, you have to, and then there are also a lot of work programs where they usually give immigrants to these low-level jobs. So, I mean, like a national Swede, I will have a pretty hard time getting a simple job. 
You're aren't, not you, working. aren't you half Finnish? Can you say that you're an immigrant? <laughs> <laughs> nah, but no, are you no, half you Finnish? Know, you, have to, you have to be black and brown and uh, <laughs> not be able to speak the Swedish language. No, but you know, it's, uh, that's the horrible thing with socialism. They have all these uh, work protection things. So many companies don't uh, want to hire people, especially if they don't have you know really good uh, uh, background. And I don't have so much to prove. In America, I heard anyway, it's much easier for a company to hire someone, and if they behave badly, they can fire them immediately. Yeah, kind of. You know, yeah. they they can't do that in Sweden. You know, they, if they hire someone, they have to have They're them on their neck for. So that's the bad thing with socialists. Wow. Yeah, that's that is ridiculous. They're making it harder and harder on employers and. Land o- landlords and everybody else. Um, and, you of you, course, you may was... have heard in the church with Jesse Lee Peterson, there was a guy who let his girlfriend move in with him, and then he wasn't able to kick her out. <laughs> and then she got him arrested. Threw Nightmares. Threw her out the window. Right. Like he said. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, another thing I just mentioned about work is because the state has a work program for immigrants. Which they give, uh, they pay the salary. So all the you know low-level jobs are, you know, the only people who are interested, uh, interesting for companies are, I would say, the immigrants because then the state will pay their salary. The company don't have to pay anything, and after six months they just get a new uh, immigrant uh, for free working. So I mean, uh, the, the Sweden is anti-Swedish. Right. Man, I'm sorry to hear that. So, but you can't you even just apply to some of these like a McDonald's or something? Uh, you know, we don't have McDonald's where I live, but okay. uh, are there I, any like, have t- shops or anything or fast food? You have yeah, fast food I, around I, you? I, I, uh, well, the fast food works like that. Uh, I know that because I searched before they they get free free um, workers. But, so uh, they won't I mean, hire you. Have, but have you tried? Have you applied? Well, because you got to get working it, again. Is my point. Yeah, yeah, but I'm, I'm, I'm not sitting still. You know, I have to, I have to uh, be ruling and search jobs and things like that. But you know, it's, I mean, it's like crazy lockdown also. So it's, yeah. it's like it's very hard to get into companies now uh, than uh, one year ago because. When when they are, you know, when a company here in Sweden gets um, money, coronavirus money from the government, they are not allowed to employ new people. So every every company right now that has support from the government to survive can't employ anyone. Man. Wow. What about an eBay gig? You should do it. You should do like an eBay gig or something, Samuel. I don't know. Because it seems eBay. like you have too much. Yeah, you have like too much free t- free time. You did start yeah, a YouTube I'm channel. Used, yeah, I'm just doing nothing all day. <laughs> <laughs> hey, quit yeah, encouraging but- that man to go be a slave. <laughs> says uh, <laughs> says Malkuth X. <laughs> anyway, Samuel, I wish you well. Appreciate it, man. Good luck Thanks, to you. Man. Yeah, were you were you unemployed before this COVID fake thing hit? No, I I actually I actually uh, quit my job. Oh, uh, you quit a month ago. Yeah, I quit my job. Why? 
because I honestly I had to lie if I was to, I had to lie to customers if I was uh, if I could uh, should continue working there and you know I I, just, I couldn't do it I, I mean I couldn't live with that so I rather starve you know I don't starve in a socialist country but you know I I rather be quit than to lying to the people that you know believed in me. I don't know. Sometimes people who stand on principles may be a little bit misguided, but I don't know your situation. But um, Nick suggests get on the resale game. You know about PCs and processors and stuff? Go on, uh, buy some stuff and sell it back. eBay, baby. I think it's perfectly legal. Don't get, uh, uh, make sure that you ship it. Don't meet anybody. Yeah, this is Samuel the Swede. Guys. Anyway. We'll talk, Samuel. Appreciate you, man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Thanks. take care. All right. Bye. Wow. The government in Sweden probably pays you more not to work. Yeah, that's the problem. That's how they set up the blacks here and so many others, too. No, no able-bodied man should not be working, right? Seems like it to me. I like the way Samuel says, job, job. I agree. <laughs> Let me quickly get to Brian, a first-time caller in New York. He has a commentary on the Time Person of the Year madness. I'll spare you the visuals, but you, if you watched the beginning of the show, we showed you the visual of the Time magazine cover. Brian, what's up? Thanks for holding. What's, how what's you up, doing? Jack? How you doing? Doing well, thank you. Yeah, man, so like... First of all, it, it's just insane. So I'm from I'm from Syracuse, New York, and I don't know if you know this or not. Joe Biden went to law school here, and you'd think that like everyone would be excited that he was the president. You know, he's an alumni. They try to make it like he's one of our own, but th- there's no Biden signs out here, man. And then on <laughs> top of it, they put like Kamala Harris on the cover. First of all, it's a person, not person. Right. And like they just lie, man. Like she slept with some sixty-year-old dude to get her start in politics, like. And they just keep trying to play the race card with it. It's just disgusting, man. I was just kind of curious what you thought about all the nonsense. I agree. Time Magazine is a total joke. They've been publishing, like, pro-Black Lives Matter stuff from Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, who's like a, a joke of a, of a public thinker, right? But this Kareem Abdul-Jabbar guy is like a grown SJW. He was good at basketball. But he's not good at thinking clearly about the world. He's just awful. And I think that's Time Magazine. And so that's this kind of stuff that they publish online. And then their Time Magazine covers, I don't know if they've ever really been legitimate. But they're more and more and more of a joke. The same thing with National Geographic and all of those. But they've been putting... They did have Trump as person of the year at one point because he was consequential. Aren't they the ones who put Trump as a uh, super scion or whatever? Like the anime guy where he's like getting mad and his hair is getting big into f- turning into fire? Yeah, but, yeah. one of them just to put him on the cover, right? It's yeah. Ridiculous. So Joe Biden and Kamala Harris being so-called person of the year. It's First of all, they're acting like it's a done deal. And it's not quite a done deal. Yeah, I know it's a faint chance. It's a, only a faint chance that Trump may win, but a faint chance is still a chance. And well, that's a good 
point on Twitter, someone said something about why hasn't Kamala stepped down for her Senate seat yet? And I'm like, that's a good point. Like, right. maybe she knows something we don't. I just can't picture that. Has it's she not still alive. not stepped down? I know like a few weeks ago they were talking about she hasn't stepped down yet. But to this day, she hasn't stepped down? That's funny. Yeah, I think she's going to end up killing him and trying to be the president herself if they do make it there. I mean, it does say something that she knows that there still might be a chance that she does gets rejected after all. You know what I mean? With this, um, Trump may be able to pull this thing off. I hear that the state legislatures don't even need the Supreme Court. They can say, no, this we don't like how this thing went down. It was not right. It was wide open to problems. We're going to appoint our, you know, we're going to appoint our electors the way we see fit. We're not going to go with the results of how the people voted because the way that the people voted was uh, corrupted, they might, they might say. But I don't think anybody has the courage to do it. But President Trump has gone, been calling for courage and wisdom. So we'll see what happens. 100%, man. I just, I don't know. I can't see it. No one's excited about Biden. No one wants Biden to be the president, even in upstate New York. And it's like, you know, Biden hurts his foot walking his dog. What he really meant was he was hanging out with Kamala, walking her probably. It's just <laughs> it's ridiculous, man. And, and you know what I think is, is a fair thing to say, too, is like Ben Shapiro is usually pretty fair, right? Whether it's right or left. And Shapiro even is saying this isn't over yet. So, you know, if he starts wow. saying it's over, I might start to believe it a little bit more. But even he's saying it's not over yet. Yeah. Right. Yeah, that's true. He's, I mean, he's usually, he, lately he's been, well, for the past five years, he's been wrong on Trump and he's really exposed himself to be kind of a uh, intellectual, rhino-friendly, um, <laughs> people chalk it up to him being Jewish rather than Christian. And so probably he doesn't see the wisdom and the strength and the, and the rightness of President Trump. But uh, yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, Dan Crenshaw. There's like hundreds of, they can't ignore 34% of the people. And we're not going to be ignored. And so, right on. Cool, man. <laughs> hey, man, it's good to talk to you, James. I appreciate your time. Thank you. You as well. Take care, Brian. You too. Merry Christmas. You as well. Merry, Merry Christmas. Christmas. Very nice. Thank you, by the way. Speaking of Christmas, I have to thank Chris from Arizona. And I think Cassie is the name the other name? For the, I got Joe Arpaio's book, An American Legend. Something like that. I'm going to be reading that. Sheriff Joe Arpaio. Real Sheriff Joe Arpaio. The Great. He's like 80, he might be 88 years old. Something like that. And he's more with it than Joe Biden or that dinosaur of a woman named Diane Feinstein. Or Nancy Pelosi, all these liberal old people, just evil, sick people. So right on. Thank you for the Sheriff Joe Arpaio and the Tombstone uh, newspapers and stuff like that. That's cool. And I also got some handy pens. Always use can have use for pens. Shout out to Spoiler alert, I think I got something from Spoiler Alert, as well as the Boomer Chat from Mary in San Antonio, Texas. Appreciate all the support, guys. You can send Boomer Chats to P.O. Box 35090, Los Angeles, California, 90035. That's the Bond P.O. Box. I think they'll let me 
accept Boomer Chats through their P.O. box, right, for now? Maybe I'll have to get my own P.O. box after a while, because I'm getting more mail than Jesse. <laughs> so, quickly, did you hear that, you know, how here in the west side of the, of the country, the left coast, they've been banning plastic bags, you can go to the store, but you have to pay 10 cents to get a bag. They won't even give you a bag. Talk about socialism. You have to pay for everything. In the good old days, you get a free plastic bag to carry your stuff or paper bag. Paper or plastic. They were trying to get rid of paper bags for a while and to say, oh, plastic is more environmentally friendly because paper is made out of trees. You're killing trees. Well, plastic is also bad for the environment, they said, because uh, people litter or it gets in the land, it fills up the landfills or something like that. It blocks stuff or it gets into the ocean. (laughs) Well, now they're complaining about masks, used masks. I got this from Citizen Free Press. Shout out to Bub's Love for the alternative media sources. Very nice, Bub's Love. I don't know if he's listening at the moment. Used masks are polluting the oceans. It's not me. I have not littered one mask. (laughs) This is from Greenwich Time, which is sharing a Washington Compost article. The headline is a pandemic side effect. Used masks are polluting the California coastal waters. And they're reporting from, they're all over L.A., says Joel Friday here. Um... The pale blue is easy to spot among dry brown reeds, reporting from Tiburon, California. There is an economic crash, the education gap, the depression of solitary life. They're talking about the problems with the shutdown, right? The shutdowns. The shutdowns are killing the economy and people's souls, right? And their education. Now another unwelcome and potentially enduring side effect of the coronavirus pandemic has emerged. The masks, gloves, and disinfectant wipes and other items of personal protective equipment, PPE, (laughs) meant to save lives are also polluting the environment. And this is before the state's traditional rainy season, which washes the urban flotsam and jetsam into the sea. It is due to begin this month. Many types of masks containing plastics that taint the ocean ecosystems and disrupt marine food chains. The bottom line is in the era of COVID, another form of mass-produced human stuff is making its way into places where humans do not live. I mean, it's kind of environmentalist stuff. But normal people are not the ones doing this. It's litter bugs. Normal whites are not litter bugs. There's some, I've seen a white here and there litter, but the well-raised ones don't. (laughs) I remember like little, when I was, you know, childhood friends, some of them might. But if anything, I've picked up more trash than I've ever littered. I don't think I've littered much at all, but I've picked up a lot of trash voluntarily. I, I like the old, these old guys older than boomers would see me picking up something over in Temple City where I used to live. You're a good man. I've, that's the first time I've ever seen that in 20 years or 50 years. <laughs> I'm like, really? Whatever the product may be, this is a new additional plastic threat. 
says Adam Ratner, who's a director for the Conservation Education Program at Marine Mammal Center. They rescue seals, sea lions, otters, and other animals along the coast, right? So far, no animals have needed to be rescued after being entangled in personal protective items. But it's the extent of the pollution that's the primary concern, given that 25% of the animals they treat already suffered from the harmful effects of ocean trash. Give a hoot, don't pollute, says Justice S. Yeah, that used to be one of the slogans. What a mess. You know, they've, they've punished everybody ham-fistedly for stuff that doesn't even apply. Stuff that doesn't even apply to most of us. We don't litter. So they get rid of the, the bags, though. They get rid of the plastic straws because they pollute the ocean. But we're not the ones throwing them in the ocean, littering. We're not the ones littering. It's ridiculous. Quickly, before I get back to calls, Geraldo Rivera, he used to be a daytime talk show host, one of Jesse Lee Peterson's earliest 1990 mainstream media appearances, was on Geraldo's show. Did you know that? Yeah, he was on Geraldo. He was also on uh, Phil, no, Dr. No, it's not Dr. I don't know. Whatever. Phil Donahue, Phil Donahue. <laughs> well, it's another early 1990s uh, appearance. Anyway, Geraldo Rivera is now like a regular guy appearing on Fox News a lot. He's a boomer. He likes Trump. That's to his credit. I used to hear him on 790 AM down here in L.A. Just like a Democrat, pro-abortion, all this stuff. And he's reacting to Rush Limbaugh making this talk about, hey, we're trending towards secession. We can't get along with um, evil. Evil and good can't get along. And these people are outright in your face evil. Here is just a reminder of what Rush said. You heard it on the Jesse Lee Peterson show. I talked about it. I quoted him yesterday on my show. Here's a clip from uh, Fox News playing Rush Limbaugh's clip. And Rush Limbaugh is a, a, a very famous host, guys. <laughs> this is Rush. I actually think that we're trending toward secession. Can't go on this way. There cannot be a peaceful coexistence of two completely different theories of life, theories of government, theories of how we manage our affairs. We can't be in this dire a conflict without something giving somewhere along the way. And you know, the people who are forced to be giving all along the way are the rhinos. That's all they ever do is give, 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 give. And this other guy who pretends to be like a reasonable one, Geraldo, is another one just giving, 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 giving. I bet you he never dreamed that he would be accepting all this transgender madness, even though he probably was a hippie. Think about the people who are violent, political violence. It's from the left, mostly. It's from the people, the Black Lives Matter terrorists, uh, Antifa terrorists. And then you go to, 
you have a nice, boomer, peaceful Tea Party protest, and then they're called terrorists by Harry Reid, the scum of the earth, who was a Senate Majority Leader back 10 or 12 years ago. Maybe 11 years, nine years ago. Um, here is Geraldo Rivera reacting to Rush Limbaugh talking about present reality. I mean, secession is not reality yet because it's not happened yet. That's not reality. But we are trending towards it, right? People are talking about seceding. The liberal California talked about seceding. Texas and others and everybody talking about seceding. The South tried to do it 100 50 some 170 years ago, whatever it was. The South tried to do it. Abraham Lincoln didn't let it happen because he said, like, a nation divided against itself cannot stand. And he said, No, no, we're gonna we're gonna kill six hundred thousand of all Americans fighting in this war in order not to let you secede. And by the way, slavery's done by force. Here is Geraldo pretending that he's the reasonable one, and calling Rush treasonous. Treason is when you betray the country. And usually that carries, in the good old days, that carried a death penalty. But that was for actual treason, not for this mere talk about the direction that we're heading. Here's Geraldo Rivera. I think talk of succession, uh, secession is treason. Martha, I want to be very clear, Rush Limbaugh is a... A powerhouse broadcaster. He's one in a zillion. They come along once a generation. But that talk is, is reckless. It's irresponsible. That Michigan lawmaker should be impeached. We are one nation indivisible. I, I had a laugh. Uh, Rush goes on to say that uh, people uh, where he is have no idea what people in New York are thinking. They're so different. They're like a different species. Half of New York lives in Florida where Rush Limbaugh lives. It's preposterous. Let's get over it. I live in Ohio, red state. Uh, I I'm strongly supported President Trump, but I'm also pro-gun control, pro-immigration reform. I'm pro-choice. I think that uh, uh, nice. leaders who accentuate the differences and exacerbate the divide are themselves responsible, Martha. That's not true. He's trying to accuse Rush for observing reality as it is of exacerbating the divide. And he referenced a Michigan lawmaker. I think he was talking about that short-haired, bleached-haired black woman who was just being all sassy and dismissive and accusing... Uh, she was lying and accusing the... Uh, yeah, Cynthia A. Johnson, C.A. Johnson, a Michigan state representative, saying, watch out, you people. We're gonna get you." <laughs> Supposedly, she was being threatened and called so-called racist things. So claim uh, Mace and Tony from California, my callers from yesterday, at the end of my show yesterday. Which, you go, you be nasty in public, or you take any strong stance, whether it's for right or wrong, in public, you're going to get threats. And you're going to get accused of things based on, on your appearance and what you seem to be. She posted an, another threat on Twitter after that, talking about, oh, my soldiers... <laughs> saying she's not scared. Yeah, because the evil, malicious, on the side of, of nastiness, blacks side with her. They prop her up. They uh, say, go on, queen. <laughs> it's ridiculous. 
But Geraldo, Geraldo hasn't, he's barely stood for anything. I can't even think of anything that he's stood for. I feel like he might have made some stances that took like a little bit of courage. But that guy is not a fighter for what's right. You heard him. He said that he's for abortion. He said he's pro-choice. He's for so-called gun control. He's not for America. He'll go, he'll go along. He'll, he'll be like those rhinos that Trump makes function. Even though he's a Democrat. <laughs> but he's not a con- like a consequential person. He uh, get, gets famous for like being able to talk and reason with people a little bit. But it's not, he's not an influential person towards what's right. Like Rush is by just telling the truth. Rush told the truth and all the media reacted to him. P- President Trump tells the truth. All the media react to him. They hate him for telling the truth. They don't hate him for the inaccuracies that he may sometimes say. Because everybody says inaccuracies. Especially the mainstream media. They're the ones guilty of what they accuse him of. Jib Jab with the super chat on streamlabs.com slash the hate report says, Bonus deers, amigo. Nice. Deer emoji. Dab emoji. Sunglasses emoji. <laughs> I feel like I should be doing the dab pose. When I read that, but I don't I refuse Just wanted to remind everybody that get a job savage moments part 64 is up and It's mama mia. Ola funny Savage moments Jesse Lee Peterson savage moments by the get a job channel. I Support get a job. I Appreciate his support for uh, Jesse and us. That's cool. Don't want to take up too much of your time. Just wanted to say that. Adios, amigos. I'm out. Or adios, amigo. Thank you, Jib Jab. Appreciate the support, man. And thank you for the reminder. Check it out. Jesse Lee Peterson, Savage Moments, Part 64. Man. That is nice. But people have been talking of seceding forever. Going back to the seceding thing. Because they've been more and more evil. Mask off. Yes, Hake, do it. Elbow cough. <laughs> Says Willie Palomino. All right, maybe next time. <laughs> Quickly. In the last few minutes of this first hour, I will take a real break this time. <laughs> I won't forget. And I will get to your calls, too. I know you guys are calling in. 888-775-3773. But that Hunter Biden story, speaking of malicious, nasty, lying mainstream media and Democrats and rhinos, that Hunter Biden story, he had his laptop compromised. He was doing making deals with China and maybe Ukraine even and all kinds of stuff. He was on the board of Burisma with no experience. He was thrown out of the army for, you know, he was into drugs. You can imagine, if I were Joe Biden's son, I might be into drugs too. I don't know. Luckily, I had decent parents. Half-decent parents, right? <laughs> we all got our challenges. But there, a story came out on Hunter Biden, shared by the New York Post, and Twitter said, We don't put out 
potentially hacked material. Yeah, right. You put out Trump's supposed tax returns leaked by the New York Slimes. What's the difference with the New York Post? It's another old institution. And probably more respectable, honestly, than the, than the New York Slimes, which just hides behind respectability. They're pro-communist. They kind of, they tried to ignore the genocide of uh, the Holodomor, right? And to this day, they're pushing dumb lies, New York slimes. So this Hunter Biden story gets spiked by Twitter bans it, Facebook bans it, and then they admit that they mishandled the situation. The mainstream media doesn't jump on it. They say, oh, it's Russian conspiracy theory. The, The constant mention of Russia is the fake thing. That's the conspiracy theory. So anyway, I got this from Real Clear Politics, um, appearing on uh, different news shows and stuff. There's an independent journalist named Glenn Greenwald. He's a, a hit-and-miss type of a liberal. Said the media partnered with the intelligence community. He's been good on this intelligence community stuff. To manipulate the outcome of the election by suppressing the Hunter Biden story. They didn't want another... Oh, last minute, Hillary Clinton gets investigated by the FBI type of situation. But indeed, the FBI was investigating Hunter Biden and Joe Biden, I think. I might be wrong about that. So here's a clip of the media asking Nancy Pelosi, who is kind of in charge. She's this house uh, something. She's the so-called Speaker of the House, a squawker of the House, that lady. And I use the term lady very loosely. Here's Pelosi's reaction to, uh, oh, not Hunter, but Swalwell. There's all kinds of mess going on. I lumped them all together. (laughs) Hunter Biden, Eric Swalwell. Is it Eric Swalwell? Is it Eric Swalwell? I'm asking the wrong person. (laughs) Joel Joel is all bug-eyed. Like, I don't know. You know about Swalwell. Swalwell has had an Asian woman bundling money for him, right? And she's been allegedly, according to sleazy outlets, sleeping with Democrat mayors or local Ohio mayors and stuff and getting influence on California politicians. This Asian woman, she's like Chinese, young, youngish, pretty Chinese spy. Hanging out with, uh, <laughs> according to Uncle Google, I am correct, Eric Swalwell. Thank you. Uncle Google, whoa! Evil in the family, hey. Evil in every family. <laughs> um, Colin Barrett says, I figured Swalwell was not straight. Because isn't he from the San Francisco area? Well, I mean, if, he's, if he was romantically involved with this Asian woman... Uh, whites and Asians, it's kind of like a gateway. <laughs> Never mind. I, I, that might be inappropriate. I apologize. <laughs> but it seems like that sometimes. It just doesn't seem right. It seems like weakness and perversion. I'm saying that, um, you know how they say that, <laughs> I'm going over the break. You know how they say that pot is a gateway drug to harder drugs? Uh, White males getting with Asian women is a gateway to, like, practically being, the next step is worse is homosexual. (laughs) I'm sorry, I shouldn't have even tried to explain it. (laughs) It does seem 
somewhat like perverted, weak, something. Just doesn't seem right. Doesn't look right. But anyway, this Eric Swalwell guy, there's pictures of him hanging out with this woman since 2010. And sure enough, she's a Chinese spy, right? She's a Chinese spy, according to the media. And she bundled money for him. That means she helped get, get money for him to win an election or something. This Eric Swalwell guy who is a, was a joke of a person. Pretty much every Democrat is a joke. You know? So here's Nancy Pelosi responding to when she knew, and she doesn't really specify, when she knew about this Eric Swalwell guy being investigated for uh, being compromised by Chinese communists. And I'm not really honestly worried about so much, I mean a little bit, about Chinese communists. I don't like how the Chinese are coming in here and buying, paying cash to buy up property and being allowed to do it here in America when, uh, like, it's hard for us to afford stuff. I mean, but maybe we should become rich, right? We should become rich. But we shouldn't be letting them come in here and buy up all of our stuff. That's not right. We're, they're taking advantage of us. She's what they call the honeypot. A, a typical thing, story of a spy sleeping with such and such person to get information or whatever. Get influence. Here's Nancy Pelosi, and this is the same House of Representatives that removed the great pro-Western civilization, American, white man, for being white and being for Western civilization. Um, Congressman Steve King, he got removed from all of his committee assignments, but she's not, commi she's not removing this man from his committee assignments, and he's like on a major committee. Having to do with, like, national security or something like that. Here's Nancy Pelosi responding to the media about uh, Swalwell's ties to an alleged Chinese spy. Listen to this lady. You briefed on that? We, we were all, at the same moment, the <laughs> House Republican and Democratic leaders and the uh, leadership of the committee were briefed at the same moment. Make sure you know that, because he keeps going around saying, when did they know? We knew when they knew. And that, at that time, that was the end of it. But you know what he's trying to that do? He's trying to deflect what? attention from the fact that he has QAnon in his, uh, his delegation over there. Uh, and that, I think, is a danger uh, to, in, in uh, terms of our debate here about, uh, you know, what what the possibilities are for an undue influence uh, in, uh, to members of Congress. <laughs> She's mad. Oh, well, very nice transition, Joelle. <laughs> That's cool. You did a little thing that swept away this Nancy Pelosi lady with her goofy drapes, 1960s drapes mask, saying, oh, Eric Swalwell, we knew about that. That was the end of that. But he's trying to deflect from the fact that he has a conspiracy theorist who, who believes that there are um, pedophiles in the government, which that's been proven, by the way, <laughs> on Republican and Democrat sides, uh, allegedly, right? Or underage mess going on. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, 
So, oh, that's the real undue influence. Undue influence of American conspiracy theorists. I'm sorry, but conspiracy theorists need representation too. We have plenty of shameless Democrat conspiracy theorists. Blacks who believe that racism is real. They're openly pushing all kinds of lies. We, we can have a, a QAnon lady. We'll be... Uh, okay, thank you, Nick. <laughs> we can have a QAnon person that's less worse than uh, the Democrats. I've said before that um, you know how this, uh, this Dinesh D'Souza guy, he did a documentary explaining that basically Richard Spencer... The alt-right guy, he's pro-white, he's a white nationalist type of a guy, I, th- I guess, I gather. He's basically a Democrat, and he is. But, he's la- not as off the deep end as these Democrats. I'd rather have a Richard Spencer Democrat than any of these Democrats. They're, e- they're outright anti-white, anti-male, anti-Christian. At least, Spencer pretends to respect people. These guys don't even pretend to respect people. Spend, yeah, I mean, we shouldn't have any evil, right? But evil is in the world, and you're always going to have to deal with it. Anyway, uh, I'm going to take a quick break. I'm not going to skip my break this time. That was brutal <laughs> last time. And I will get to calls. Louie from Idaho wants to talk about Pelosi trying to a coup. Mays from Dayton, Ohio wants to talk about Cynthia Johnson. I kind of rushed her off the air because it was the end of the show. So we can talk about Cynthia Johnson, that short-haired black lady who's just nasty and lying. And a little bit more, Ralph Northam is a mess shutting down churches. But all that after a couple of minutes here. Hang tight for the rest of Hour 2. I'll be right back, guys. back guys cookie boys says hey you should paste an ethereum address in your bio people can donate to thinking hex 
Interesting. I don't know if I have Ethereum already. I mean, a wallet type of a thing like that. That has to do with Bitcoin type like stuff, right? Uh, what is it called? Cryptocurrency. I don't know that stuff, but thank you for the suggestion. I should look into that. Yes, I like that song too. That's from Bright Lights. John Parfit, J-O-N Parfit, two T's at the end. P-A-R-F-I-T-T. J-O-N, no H. J-O-N. And I think that song was called Come Out. Not as gay. (laughs) And not as Eric Swalwell. (laughs) Man, what a mess. Um, I also want to touch on this ridiculous, just briefly, after a call or two, the um, guy that got executed, was it this morning he got executed? Death penalty. I guess right on to President Trump. We need a return to swift justice. But justice, period, is a good thing. A murderer... A brutal murderer was killed, and that is just. And uh, it was trending on Twitter, this black guy, he happened to be black. Many of them are, right? Um, It was trending on Twitter, Dylan Roof, what about Dylan Roof? Dylan Roof being the white young man, male, adult male, who murdered a bunch of uh, blacks in a church after a Bible study because he wanted to start a race war. Well, the race war had been already long happening against whites mostly. But he was, um, I believe he's unrepentant. And Loretta Lynch, the evil woman from uh, Obama's attorney general, had the Justice Department call it a hate crime, so they sought the death penalty. He got nine life sentences by the state, I guess. And then the, the feds sought the death penalty, but it was in the name of a hate crime. So I don't think that's valid. It's not valid. I believe in the death penalty for murder when you're clearly guilty, right? But this woman calling for the death penalty? No. That's evil. Anyway, let me get to Louie in Idaho. Louie, how are you doing? Hey, what's up, man? Hey, good to hear from you. Hey, it's Adam and Evil. Adam and Evil. She was evil. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she was definitely led by evil. That's for sure. Pelosi, Pelosi is evil. Yeah. You know, I bring it up about the 25th Amendment. You guys cut me off for doing this. But it, it's all staged. It's all in, in order to get Biden out. Oh, you're talking about... Um, yeah, she she's been trying to pull congressional influence into the 25th Amendment thing, right? So that yeah, she can say, it's oh. Trump. It's, not about, it's not about Trump. It's about getting Biden out. If, if you know, God forbid he he uh, he steals this. And, right. Uh, he'll, he'll, they'll push him for two years and have Kamala for, for 10. You know, <laughs> she'll do two, two and a half, two and a half times. Oh, that's interesting. Legally, she can do legally. that? So you can yeah, you legally. can inherit the office and then get reelected? I mean, get yeah, reelected as president so. and then reelected so. again. Wow, that's I strange. So. I believe so. You know, interesting. 
That's that's awful because she's not liked by anybody. You know how somebody somebody called me last hour saying nobody is excited about um that was a first time caller by the way. He said nobody is excited about Joe Biden. And he's right, but nobody also is excited about uh Kamala Harris. Nobody likes her. The the, the normal people don't like her. Normal people, huh? That's racist. I'm just joking. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I know that there's one guy, Charlemagne, the idol, <laughs> the god, he calls himself Charlemagne the god. I forget what his real name is. I looked it up one time. He said, oh, I'm not voting for Joe Biden. I'm voting for Kamala Harris. But that's just because she's so-called black and he's a dumb liberal simp. She's not <laughs> even black, man. I know. Holy shit. Whoa. <laughs> oh, sorry, sorry. I appreciate it. Apology oh, accepted. Sorry. <laughs> Thank you. It slipped That's out. Good. I could tell. I know it wasn't yeah, okay. trying to be nasty. Cool, cool. Yeah. <laughs> Leonard is his first name, really. Yeah. Charlemagne yeah. Leonard. Leonard Charlemagne. I don't even think well, it's listen, Charlemagne. Listen, I, I don't want to be in the same page with uh, Mays or Earl, so I'm going to cut this off, right? Okay. Good luck. You're doing, you're doing a great job. You guys need to be 24 7. That would be it. cool. Appreciate Jesse, that. James, Nick, Joel, Chris, you all need three hours or four hours. And just repeat, and you know what? You guys will do great. Take care, bye. Thank you, Louie. Appreciate you. That's very nice. Don't call him like that, please, Hake. Leonard Larry? Is that what his real name? Larry is his other name. Leonard Larry, and then what's his last name? Are you wanting to know? Yeah. <laughs> uh, Leonard Larry McKelvey. Isn't that a nice American name? But no, he wanted to pretend he's a king. Ridiculous. And he should know better. But I guess he likes the worldly um, propping up that he gets by being politically correct and a kiss-up and into the black thing and into the black female thing, worst of all, right? Such a shame. Let me quickly get to Mays in Dayton, Ohio. She wants to talk about Cynthia A. Johnson, Representative C.A. Johnson, that piece of work who accused the whistleblowers of lying, and I know they're lying. What a liar herself. Mays. Hello. Hey. Yes, James. How are you? I'm just marvelous as always. Right on. So now, to get to the truth, the truth be for itself, right? For those who see the truth, yes. Those well, with ears to hear, yes. No, the ill and uninformed can never see anything because they are just one man group. But to get to, the, to <laughs> Cynthia Johnson, all you got to do is go to for Detroit News, and you can see all the ill and uninformed, all those messages that she got that was played, and you can hear the ignorant people threatening her, and she was responding to it. So the and? stupidness of the stupid people that do things that don't think that they're doing wrong, don't have a clue of what they're doing. I mean, they're just evil, even from the heart, from the head to the toe. And God, ain't is it, does that include her? Home. Does that include her? Mm-hmm. I'm saying she was, was she responding to what they were threatening her. Were they threatening the lady? Oh, you think threatening? The I'm dude. talking about before that, before any no, of that no, no, came no, no, out. No, she was evil. How it started. No, it's not how it started. She started it. She started it. She started it. No, she started it. I'm telling you, Maze. Maze, did you not see the hearing? Her performance at the hearing. What is her performance at the hearing was true? 
Because nobody went. It to was court. not true. Not on the not on the oath, and they sitting there talking outside of the court, and then they swear themselves in. That's all y'all looking at. Y'all don't have sense enough to know it. And Just anyway, because Mace. They don't swear people in. The state legislatures cannot swear people in. Certain state legislatures cannot do that. They don't do that. And so, Mace, Mace, you're accusing just because they're not sworn in, they're lying. Is that your reasoning? Is that your female reasoning? No, they were saying that's your liberal female reasoning, Mace. See, James, if it would tell the truth, if they're lying, what is going to happen to them? If they're lying, they go to jail. Thank you. So if we don't see that, and y'all should have sense enough to see it with your own ass, even though. Uh, so you're taking this. You're taking the side of an evil woman, and y'all only bland, you're bland only calling hatred. you're only calling out the side of. I put her on hold. She's only calling out the evil people who threatened this lady, and not calling out the lady for her evil. Typical woman only wants to deal with one side of the evil and not even That's deal not with that right. Typical. Right to do that, so she should have responded. Hey, Maze. Was what? Cynthia out of, out of, uh, was she out of line in her character? No, she wasn't. She was responding to ignorant people. I'm talking about beforehand. The clips that I played before all no, of these threats the, took place. Why don't you play the clips that was played, that was, was sent into her emails? Maybe I will, maybe I will one day. I haven't seen them yet. Maybe I will, but, but Mace, answer you, the question though. Answer the question. question. Was she out of line in how she, was she out of order as she, as the uh, Republican guy was saying that she was. No, she wasn't. You listen to who you're saying, the Republican guy, who said she was. He out of order, too, because if he was right, he would have been going to arrest those people that were threatening the lady. I'm talking about before they all wasn't. these threats happened, Mays. We're talking about, I'm look, talking look. about the hearing, the Michigan the, hearing. Well, if they were lying, why didn't they just bring them and put them on the oath and see if they were lying or not? That's what I want to see those people do. So, Mays, you're, you're making excuses. You're making it's excuses a, a, for an evil woman. Like y'all got a hey Mace, in the hey Mace, hey Mace. What? Okay, go. Let's go forward towards after these people allegedly threatened her, right? Let's go forward to that and how she reacted. Was she out of line in threatening the Trump supporters? Well, if they threatened her, she threatened them back. And then y'all gonna make a big deal of it. That, the point so, is you're, so you're so you're saying no? Are you saying no? She's not out of line for threatening no, the Trump supporters? No. See, she was just telling them. See, see Mace, you, you support evil. You support an she's evil not person. She's a little small group of ignorant people that's out here in America that she's not afraid of them, and I don't know why they threatened her anyway. But she threatened she them back. She threatened so them. This is, the, this is the conversation we're having about them threatening her, but y'all made it something else. So you got the ill and No, because you're, ma- you're ignoring the fact, you're ignoring no, her not, behavior that brought about this have, hate. We heard hey, Mace, hey, Mace, hey, Mace, hey, Mace, hey, Mace, are you aware that Jesse Lee Peterson gets the same type of threats too? I bet he does. From who? From all kinds of blacks. Yeah, right. I bet he do. That's yeah, right. Prove it. I don't have to prove it. Yes, you do. You no, I don't have to prove it. I don't just somebody just said. I like don't have to prove it, Mays. Like Rush Real, the ignorance of the hey, stuff that's coming out his mouth don't hey, make any sense. I don't have to prove it. Everybody gets threats. Everybody in the public eye who takes a controversial stance, whether for good or evil, gets threats. It's it's basically, really, honestly, not news. But Mays, because this is a black female. All the all, liberal, a black female liberal, they want to like, oh, it's racist. Maze, you're not, not black. You're, I'm you don't, the same thing. You don't really care about good and evil. It's just like stupid Rush Limbaugh out there with that mess he got. You know you got some healing on them people, people just like Dylan Roof or go out and hurt on people for nothing. Just because they're too dumb. You're you pretending, you're pretending that Rush Limbaugh... About it. Hey, Maze, that's what they would do. What? What, are you, what, are you even, what point are you even trying to make? Are you pretending that Rush Limbaugh is going to spark somebody to go out and commit a crime? He, yes, he will. 
see with you. That's dumb. And he died. That's and he dumb, Maze. Thank you, Jesus, for letting him see. I gotta go. You're getting nasty. Um, no, Rush Limbaugh is not calling for anybody or influencing anybody to commit evil. That's ridiculous. And she's pretending that, but yet she's saying, no, this woman is not out of line for threatening Trump supporters. And she's not out of line for crying lies when she has no idea whether they're lying or telling the truth. In fact, she knows that they're telling the truth, honestly. Because they signed sworn affidavits and just repeated basically what they had said in the affidavits. It's sworn statements. Sleazy woman. Like a teapot letting out steam every time she talks, says, <laughs> says Macros Aurelius. What a mess. Let me show you this guy who was um, facing the death penalty. This Brandon Bernard guy who was executed in Indiana after the Supreme Court of the United States rejected a delay request. You know, we don't have real justice. And then I will get to calls. John, I'll get to you. Hang tight. Next. Well, actually, I have a... (laughs) John in New Mexico, and then John in California, and then the rest of you guys. 40-year-old Brandon Bernard was killed by lethal injection at 9.27 p.m. local time on Thursday at the federal prison in Terre Haute, I don't know how to pronounce that, Indiana. He was convicted of murder with a co-defendant, Christopher Vialva, in the year 2000. This man is 40 years old. He would have been 19, 20 or something like that uh, in the year 2000 when he killed two youth ministers in 1999. Attorneys, congressional representatives, celebrities, including Kim Kim West, Kim Kardashian West, Kanye's wife, were among those calling for the scheduled execution of Bernard to be stopped. And AP says that the U.S. carried out its ninth federal execution of 2020, the first during a presidential lame duck period in 130 years. I don't know if they can really call that a lame duck. I guess it's because the re-election has already taken place, but the um, results of the election are not quite settled. The Bureau of Prisons says that he was pronounced dead 9.27 p.m. Lethal injection. Brutal. You reap what you sow, man. He's gone. But they were saying, oh, it's a double standard. Whites get the soft treatment. Dylan Roof, he was trending on Twitter with like 9,000 tweets or whatever. Dylan Roof, and it's two N's, D-Y-L-A-N-N, Roof, killed nine people, and he got hamburgers from Burger King. And he wasn't sentenced to death. Well, yes, he was. He, was, he got nine life sentences for, uh, from the state, and then the feds came in and sentenced him to death under... Barack Obama's corrupt second attorney general, wing woman. 
<laughs> who accused him of a racist hate crime. It wasn't racist, it was a reaction. It was an overreaction to the evil of the mainstream media constantly crying racism against the whites. Meanwhile, black-on-white crime is the predominant uh, interracial crime. Interracial violent crime. He was, he realized that the mainstream media had lied to him. And had constantly been saying, oh, white racism is the problem. And then he googled black-on-white crime. And found out, no, that's not true. If anything, it's the reverse. It's the blacks hating the whites and attacking the whites and raping the whites. And that's a fact. And he wanted a race war, completely misguided. He was a son of bad parents. His father wasn't really around. Into drugs. And that's a bad combination. That mixed with anger, you're going to get a criminal whether it's black or white. And they're going to identify with false identity because he doesn't have his real identity. Dylan Roof. We tried to get him on to the Jesse Lee Peterson show, but it's uh, tough to get through those jails and prisons and stuff. But from what I've heard, he's, he's to this day unrepentant. But they convicted him, or they um, tried to get a death sentence on him because he's white. And because he killed blacks. Not because he committed murder. He committed murder, that's life sentences. We don't have justice. We want, you commit murder, you should get killed. Pretty much. Especially when there's no question. Death penalty. And it should be swift. Shouldn't be allowed to endlessly, 20 years later this guy dies? After committing this crime, allegedly? Well, he was convicted, right? Convicted of murder. In 1999, 21 years later, that's not a deterrent when you get away with it for decades and then later they say, oh, let's delay, let's stop this execution. Bleeding heart, Kim Kardashian West. What a mess. Let me get to John in New Mexico, first time caller, wants to talk about the Texas court case. John, what's up? Oh, he's not ready. How you doing? Hey. How you doing? I'm fine, thanks. How are you? Love the show. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. Right on. Um, I'm talking about the election lawsuit. Yeah. And uh, um, what I really want to get at is uh, I'm kind of tired of the, the rhino, the rhino Republicans who are essentially just liberals, right? Yeah. I. I'm just not a fan of the never Trumpers, and you know, you know, I I did hear something like you know, back in 2000, Bush lost every single court case until he went to the Supreme Court, um, and you know, I'm not sure if that's playing out similarly, um, but yeah, I don't know either. This, this, but yeah, and I, I'm, I'm I got that Jesse Lee Peterson attitude, which is the wait and see attitude, right? I'm, I'm still, uh, that's how I'm looking at it. But you know, I'm still hopeful that the Great White Hope will be there, you know, January. Yeah. 20th. I hope so too. That I, would be nice. I just don't like the the, the rhinos though. They're me neither. They're the they're like scum. <laughs> they they not, really are. Yeah. It's a huge it's a huge turnoff and a problem. 
These people, yeah, uh, they don't stand for what's right. Right, right is wrong, and wrong is right, right? Yep, exactly. So, yeah, uh, but I'm thankful liberal. to President Trump for exposing them like never before. I had no idea that t- even Ted Cruz was a rhino. I thought he was a solid conservative. I thought the same of Scott Walker, the governor from, former governor of Wisconsin or something. I thought that these were not rhinos, but he turned, he exposed them to be phony politicians. And that was... Who are the, who are the real Republicans then? Trump. I I, I don't know. Yeah. (laughs) In the Senate? Oh, in the Senate? I mean, I really don't know. I mean, those guys, they're... They're less worse than some of the outright, even Ted Cruz is a bit of an, I was going to say outright, like, neocons, which is to mean, like, to me that means, like, globalist, socialist. Give away America's sovereignty to the UN, to the, these foreign people's stuff, and not really stand on what's right, and not really fight for um, America and for what's right. I don't know if we have anybody who's not a rhino. It's very, I think it's very rare. It's kind of like finding a Christian. Finding a a Christian who's genuine. You know what I mean? So many, even the Christians that you may like and you agree with, they end up being weak. And so I think that a real Republican is kind of like a a real Christian. It's rare to find them. Absolutely. And uh, I just just saw this the other day. Uh, I'm not sure if you guys talked about it or not, but the city of Seattle is considering allowing people to commit theft as long as they intend to sell the item. Have you heard <laughs> about this? No, I have not. I, I, this is in- incredible. Incredible because it's so outrageous, right? And they are considering allowing people to commit theft as long as they intend to sell items. So, like, you know, it could be that the poor people are stealing and they are selling it to live essentially is what i'm getting uh-huh but like this right or wrong wrong is right this, this attitude is yeah this is not this is not america this is not you know like um you know this china has infiltrated right this country yeah the the shycom or the <laughs> pc right this is, yeah the chinese communists they have too it's not just them it's all evil, all manner of evil. Um, right. But yes, they have too. That's true. And you know what? It's and, it's so wild. Like, it's a feel sorry for the criminal type of thing is what these Democrats and Kim Kardashian fall for. They feel sorry for the guilty, and yet they're okay with the innocent, the tr- one truly innocent people, the unborn children, the babies. Getting killed in the womb. It's so backwards. Yeah. And you were talking about the Christians not really being Christian. You went to um, Azusa Pacific, right? Yeah. Back in the day? Yep. Right? And and it's not, like, they're so-called Christian, and I'm just, I feel, I'm, I, I'm really disappointed, right? I have friends that went there. You know what I mean? And and you had, you had the, you know, on the fallen state last week's, episode you had you know that the dean or the associate dean dr kenneth waters or what, whatever his name yeah is. that's right dr kenneth black guy kenneth waters yeah, who's, a, guy. who's openly a democrat 
He admitted to being a right. Democrat. You can't be a Democrat and a Christian. Exactly. So <laughs> are you gonna is is he is he pro choice? Right? Is he you know, right. like you can't do that. You can't come on man. You can't you can't be a Christian and and be leading other people in an educational community. That's that's I know. supposed to be Christian. Yep. So I think it's because of partly because of cowardice. Like, um, he's black, so that's a plus. You know what I mean? People get yeah. all into this identity, false identity thing, where they think, "Oh, he's black. That's a plus. Let's bring him on." They did the same thing with this guy um, in South Carolina or North Carolina, Tim Scott, who's a Republican. He's like the only Republican black. Senator, right? But he's a total right. rhino. And he pushes this fake racism thing. Victim-minded person. And he's working with Trump to... Which is not a good thing. Right. Yeah. Um, so, so, one last thing, right? Um, so, Cruz, you know, he, he seems like he's on Trump's side, but he's totally a rhino. And so he's not really... Well, he's, he's a wolf in sheep's clothing. You just can't trust him, right? He, he, I think when he spouts off, which he's always done, these conservative principles, I think it's like a lot of normal Christians that you may know. Like, people who believe in these, they say, oh, I believe in God, we should have, be moral and stuff, but they can't live it. I think it's just because he's weak, and he's, um, he's been raised into, he's a lawyer, right? People who become right. lawyers, they don't really, I, from what I understand, they, they don't stay themselves. And he is not himself. And um, so this guy, even though he liked his dad, he likes Rafael Cruz, his father. Right. He is weak. So I like him standing on what's right, right? He's, he's trying, I think. But he's still right. a rhino. He cannot be trusted. He talks like a liberal when he's opposed when he's opposing Trump, or uh-huh. did certainly back in 2016, and he Absolutely. just exposed himself as a just another phony politician, acting. Right. Yeah. So I'm not saying I mean, he, no. He's no. He's not to be trusted. No. He can't stand fight for Trump in the Supreme Court. He's argued as Solicitor General or whatever that was for the state of Texas. So he was a he he argued before the Supreme Court before. So he's like capable in some of these worldly skills which are could be useful in this battle for the presidency, right? So I am right. I am for him cuz who else is Trump going to use? You know, there's it's hard to find good help these days, you know. Yeah. Yeah. At the end of the day and 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 I'll leave you with this, right? I'm you know, if Trump becomes reelected, I'm I'll be so happy, but like you know, the, the country, the pendulum always swings, you know, we, we might have a Republican president for eight years and then it swings back, you know, and just like when it does swing back to the other side, it's, it's not going to be pleasant. You know what I mean? Right. So, yeah. It's, you know, that's not even pleasant with Trump in office. These people are openly antagonistic towards Trump supporters, worse than antagonistic. You can get assaulted right. just for being openly a Trump supporter or even murdered in some cases. So, um, and that's with Trump in office and with Trump out of office, it, it's, 
it I don't see it really getting better, but I do see it I do see that it may get better because there are a lot of I mean there's a growing number of the few true Christians standing up and being men again. So that's encouraging. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Here absolutely. and there. Um, Maybe not even in the public stage, but here and there. You see it. No. Hey, um, yeah, no, thank you for the opportunity. You yeah. Know, first time caller here, but, you know, I, I love your show. And Thanks, I'll continue John. listening, all right? Right on, man. Good to Appreciate hear from you. you. All right. Have a good weekend. You too. Bye. Take care. I lost John in California. Hang tight, callers, the rest of you guys. Let me get to this Ralph Northam thing. I got this from this Republican guy named Steve Guest on Twitter. He's like an activist, right? He probably works with the GOP. But he shared this clip of uh, Governor Ralph Northam. Have you heard of Ralph Northam before? He's the guy who... (laughs) Allegedly, there's photos of him wearing blackface, but he says, that wasn't me. Is he lying? Because if he's lying, that's a shame. He can moonwalk? <laughs> oh yeah, that's right, he, he dressed up, he, he admitted, right, to dressing up as black Michael Jackson. Because Michael Jackson at one point was black, and then he, he became light-skinned, because he had vitiligo. <laughs> I'm joking around. I don't know what happened. I don't know what was up with Michael Jackson. A strange person. No, he wasn't strange. The what happened to him was strange. <laughs> uh, but he dressed up as Michael Jackson. And you're not supposed to dress up as any black person because that's automatically blackface. Don't you know history? <laughs> the, yeah, the minstrel shows. Give me a break. Wear, wear blackface, wear whiteface, mock, mock the whites, mock the blacks, mock the Asians, mock everybody. Who cares? It's fun. It's cool. <laughs> but no, we want to treat kid gloves for the blacks and pretend like they're right to be angry at blacks having freedom at all. <laughs> so this, that's Ralph Northam. Sissified. And by the way, worse than that, but they pretend that the blackface is worse, because racism, white supremacy is the worst. (laughs) White supremacy is the worst thing ever, says, right? Doesn't Taylor Swift say that? What a dumb woman. But, uh, worse than that. What? (laughs) Because blackface is not even bad. But this guy... Ralph Northam, he was on a radio show, go, The Governor, and I think I heard on Tucker Carlson's show on Fox News that this guy may be or may have been a medical doctor at one point. And so he knows the jargon that he's talking about. He talked about delivering a baby or the uh, hypothetical of a baby being delivered or after a botched abortion, a baby still being born. And then afterward, the doctor and the mother can have a conversation about the right thing to do. Implying, seeming to imply, that infanticide is okay. And I hear that in abortions, sometimes the baby's not killed inside the womb and then extracted, but he's extracted and then killed. I'm sorry if that's too graphic. 
And really, what's the difference? You kill it inside and then you take it out, or you take it out and you kill it. We all know it's a baby being killed. But he's for infanticide. He's for abortion. This do-no-harm doctor, the Hippocratic Oath, right? More like hypocritical oath. Doctors are not for what's right, right? Mostly. So here is that guy getting all holy. And you probably heard this on the Jesse Lee Peterson show, but I got this from Steve Guest on Twitter. He says, heading into the holiday season, Virginia's Democrat, Democrat governor, Ralph Northam, this is clip 14, I think, ramps up his attack on f- so-called faith communities, which I don't like that term, during his press conference on new coronavirus restrictions. Listen to this. I'd like to take a moment to talk about our faith communities. <laughs> this is a holy time for multiple faith traditions. Tonight, as a matter of fact, is the first night of Hanukkah. Christmas Uh is two weeks away. The holidays are typically times of joy and community. (laughs) We gather together, we celebrate our faith, and we celebrate with family. But this year, we need to think about what is truly the most important thing. Is it the worship or the building? For me, God is... (laughs) wherever you are. You don't have to sit in the church pew for God to hear your prayers. So I strongly call on our faith leaders to lead the way and set an example for their members. Worship with a mask on is still worship. Worship outside or worship online is still worship. (laughs) Joel Friday here says he is not believable. And that the sign lady is distracting. There is a sign language lady, and you could hear her jewelry clinking or something. <laughs> Making her faces. And hot computer smell calls out what I noticed. Listen to that fake, calm voice. He's all breathy. We talk about worship. And he has a southern voice, which is even worse. It's a disgrace to the South that there are any Democrats in the South. <laughs> Maybe that's unrealistic for me to say. (laughs) But this guy was elected governor of Virginia. Virginia is the South, but that is dangerously close, I hear, to Washington, D.C., the swamp itself. So, of course, there's going to be a whole lot of phonies. This guy is talking about worship and God and all that stuff. And God is wherever you are. Not where you are, I say. (laughs) That's weird. What a weirdo. That is Ralph Northam. And he has pushed these shutdowns. You've heard me complaining about the shutdowns here in California. Well, starting on Monday, Virginia is implementing a modified stay-at-home order, statewide curfew, midnight to 5 a.m. You can't be out. Masks outdoors when social distancing guidelines can't be followed. Over here in Los Angeles, they make you wear, I think you're supposed to wear a mask anytime you're outdoor, outside of your house, <laughs> which is ridiculous. You see some people doing it, but there are a lot of normal people who are not wearing masks. By the way, even though he is homosexual and liberal, credit to... <laughs> I went, I showed up at a protest last Saturday, right? 
protesting outside the home of Sheila Kuehl. You're so cruel. Because Sheila Kuehl is a L.A. County Board of Supervisor woman who said this is a most dangerous situation for servers who are serving uh, restaurant patrons outdoors who are not wearing their masks and they come within six feet of these restaurant patrons who are eating with their masks off. And so it's dangerous because it may get onto these these servers who are wearing not only a mask over their mouth, talking like Nancy Pelosi, but they're also wearing a face shield. Give me a break. It's not dangerous. But she called it dangerous, and so she voted to shut down outdoor dining. And yet that same night, she went outdoor dining. But the next day, nobody else could. So we protested outside her house, and who showed up but that liberal, radical, homosexual guy who every now and then says something reasonable, Dave Rubin, no mask, right on. Congrats, man. Appreciate that. Set an example of freedom, people. But yeah, you can wear a mask if you're... uh, (laughs) If you have to, right? Certain times. Time and place. Unless you believe what Robert from Kansas says, which (laughs) he says that it's immoral for a man to cover his face. Dr. Brandt asks, Kuehl, K-U-E, I think it's, I think it's K-U-E, not K-E-U, H-L. Is that an Irish name? I don't know if that's sarcasm. I don't know. It might be. Some of the Irish are Democrats. Awful. A lot of the Irish are Catholics. Some of them conservative. Some of them rhinos. Is Paul Ryan a, one of those rhino, Catholic, Irish, fake conservatives who pretended to be in the Tea Party? But this Ralph Northam guy, he went on to say, new daily case numbers, Ralph Northam over in Virginia, new daily case numbers are higher than they have been. And they're supposed to be. This is a new disease, right? It's like not shocking. And are these shutdowns, are these shutdowns legitimate? Are they, are they proven? I heard that Paul, Rand Paul, libertarian-leaning, sometimes rhino, sometimes good, sometimes kisses up to blacks. There's Sheila Kuehl with her short hair. I wonder if that's her natural hair color. (laughs) It might be Irish, or it might be something else. But this guy wants to clamp down on America, and so does she. (laughs) I said guy, but I was referring to Ralph Northam. I wasn't calling her a guy. Admitting that, this guy admitted that trends in Virginia are better than most of the country. And yet he still wants to shut stuff down. Clamp down on your freedom before our hospitals get overwhelmed. I noticed that they've been scaremongering about the flu, right? Get your flu shot. Flu shots. Flu shots. And yet the flu shot, has it killed anybody? I think people have gotten sick from getting the flu shot. This Ralph Northam sleaze, sleaze, that's a male Democrat. Embarrassing. Immoral. But are the hospitals truly getting overwhelmed or are the or are they emotional female and female-minded liberal so-called doctors and nurses and other people 
feeling overwhelmed because they are subject to feeling overwhelmed. And then they get asked by the mainstream media who's sympathetic, Oh, are you overwhelmed? Oh, yes, it's terrible. I don't know. I see that they've sometimes set up tents outside in the parking lot to treat flu patients in the recent years. Well, now they have something that's supposedly five times deadlier than the flu, and it's an excuse to push this mail-in voting and shut down all the small businesses so that Amazon and Uber Eats and Lyft, well, not maybe not Lyft, but, and all these huge companies, and Walmart can take over. What a shame. Then it's going to be like Samuel from Sweden who quits his job on principle and then he's unemployed for a month. (sighs) And then he, yeah, he, and then he lectures. You don't need to sit in the church pews for God to hear your prayers. By the way, I got that from Revolver.News. Revolver News has some good updates. The Epoch Times has good updates on the um, election mess. <sighs> there are crazy attacks on Trump supporters still. To this day. <laughs> to and, this day! Wow, this is double. Um, and I'm hearing that there's Oh, you know what? Reprobata from D Live says it in a way that makes me never want to wear a mask. He says it. I refuse to wear. <laughs> I hate this, but he said it. And it's once you say it, like you can't get the picture out of your mind. He says, I refuse to wear a diaper on my face. And I've heard people say this. Man, that's humiliating when you guys call it that. <laughs> Did you hear about this Michigan home of a big Trump supporter that was supposedly bombed? All kinds of stuff happening. Watch your backs. If you show up at these, this Stop the Steal rally that's happening later, tomorrow, there are multiple Stop the Steal rallies happening. Watch your backs. And in general, do watch your backs. Because you don't know what people may be trying to pull. People are, people are evil, people are crazy. I noticed walking down La Cienega, La Cienega, just blocks from Beverly Hills, like a mile from Beverly Hills, maybe less, it feels like it is less, used to be a nice area. You can barely walk in the sidewalk because the homeless encampments are encroaching into the sidewalk. It's disgusting. And you can barely, <laughs> and yet they want to act like, oh, we care about public health. Meanwhile, they've let this blight go out of control. Reprobata says, I'll be in Huntington Beach. It's way safe there. <laughs> says, skinheads have our backs. Are there skinheads in Huntington Beach? Isn't that where the Beach Boys are from or something like that? Huntington Beach? <sighs> it is better. <laughs> They don't wear masks. I mean, it is Orange County. It's Orange County, Huntington Beach. 
That's cool. Um, and it's outdoors. It's in the sun. You get f- fresh. You get fresh air from the ocean. The ocean's filled with masks, personal protective equipment. I heard that Rudy Giuliani, speaking of this protection, has been released from the hospital after his fight with COVID. So congratulations to Rudy Giuliani. Very nice. And you know, I've been listening with Rudy Giuliani, Trump's personal lawyer, and he is a fighter. So I like that about him. He has been a rhino. I think he may have even been toyed with being Democrat before. I've thought of him as a bit of a liberal. But he's fighting for Trump. And, you know, I've heard these egghead sort of so-called conservatives. I consider them rhinos. On Twitter, like these... uh, These people talking about he hasn't done such and such type of lawyering. He's not the right person to be fighting for Trump. But I think he really is because he's been able to put on a show because part of this is putting on a show. Maybe all of it is putting on a show for the people listening, for the mainstream media, for the media. Well, the mainstream media tries to ignore it. But he's been able to bring forward witnesses who speak to different legislators, legislatures, or parts, parts of the legislature at least, and had witnesses speak. And, you know, some of the witnesses admittedly are a little hit and miss. <laughs> you might say nobody's perfect, I don't know. Right on to that um, Indian lady who said that white men are discriminated against. <laughs> Joel is showing pictures of Rudy Giuliani. And I think it might be that pretty Indian lady who's talking. But I don't remember her talking with a mask on. But it might be her. It's ridiculous hearing Nancy Pelosi talk with a mask on. With that carpet over her face. (laughs) But Rudy Giuliani is a fighter. And he knows how to fight to win. So I like that he's on Trump's side. Again, we'll see what happens. I've heard that there are all kinds of mess going on and divisions inside of the conservative, in times of, terms of the conservative media. <laughs> was she rustling papers all out? All nervous? Nancy Pel- that was Nancy Pelosi you're talking about? <laughs> she is kind of entertaining to watch, to listen to. You can kind of understand why she's been in the, a media star, right? I remember she used to say, it's the, you have the trifecta. Republicans are racist, they're, they're sexist, and they're anti-science. That's the trifecta. And she kept on repeating that s- stupid line to different media interviews. And it was ridiculous. Like, it's not even a, it's so phony. She's a phony woman. But she's a nervous Nancy. Nervous Nancy. Trump has her number on that. Um, but I've heard that Breitbart was doing hit pieces on this Lynn Wood guy. Because Lynn Wood is another lawyer. He exposed the, the Covington Catholic hoax, right? Didn't he? Isn't he the one who, who brought, um, 
brought justice for that young man who was smeared for smirking in the face of that liberal Indian guy, American Indian guy. Lynn Wood fighting for President Trump. And he said, don't support these rhinos if they're not going to support the president in Georgia, right? Kelly Leffler or Loeffler. Yes, Trump is supporting him. Yes, Pence is in there in Georgia supporting them. And David David Perdue. We don't know why. There's, There's stuff going on with the technical stuff. That's why you're hearing double a little bit. David Perdue. That guy was talking about working, about Mitch McConnell working with Joe Biden. Oh, yes, that could be great. A rhino working with a Democrat. Back to normal. That's dumb. We're opening the treasure chest, guys. And so Breitbart was saying, Lynn Wood voted Democrat, has been voting Democrat. He's a registered Democrat. And I don't know Lynn Wood. I know that he posts Bible verses on Twitter and that he's fought for the right things in court. That's all I know of him. That's really all I know of him. And I don't know much about where Breitbart stands. Are they for what's right? I don't know. And now Revolver News is saying Daily Caller runs coke-funded propaganda, hailing big tech as champions of free speech. What? Is at two Daily Caller? <laughs> this is from Chris Menahan over at Information Liberation. The Daily Caller on Tuesday, this week, published a propaganda piece from Coke-funded contributor painting social media censorship as a myth and hailing big tech and Mark Zuckerberg specifically as champions of free speech. By Will Reinhardt. Big tech may become the next champion of free speech. If you think you're... This is what Will Reinhardt wrote in, on December 8th in Daily Caller. If you think politi- your political position is being suppressed by Facebook or Google or Twitter, it probably isn't. More likely your post was taken down because you violated a rule and then interpreted the takedown as a nefarious attempt at censorship. No, you're wrong. I had a post, I was forced to delete a post because I'm white and I said something true to a black woman about uh, interracial violent crime, right? Blacks kill twice as many whites as vice versa. Your post violated our rules against such and such and such and such. No, these are dumb liberals. They're all, they're a bunch of dumb liberals running this thing and it's not just a nefarious attempt. It is a whole corrupt culture that these people are in. So that guy is a sleaze. He's a phony, a fake. Based on that line, anyway, Will Reinhardt. I don't know anything about him. But they, they let that guy post that thing. I don't know. Breitbart has, in the years past, posted Jesse Lee Peterson posts, uh, articles. about unity, fighting united. So I don't know. It's so phony. Just watch out. Okay, guys? Anyway, that's that for the Hake Report. In an hour is the fallen state, okay? The fallen state.
TheFallenState.tv, Church with Jesse Lee Peterson on Sunday. And uh, check out StopTheSteal.us if uh, you want to go down to Huntington Beach if you're around in this area. I heard that it's 2 to 5 p.m. Check it out. Um, you can go to the D.C. rally. But again, be safe, be smart, watch your back. Head on a swivel. <laughs> and take care, guys. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Joel Friday on the beat and I'm like, check. Check. Okay, look. Look, Joel Friday on the beat and the mic check. Joel got him on their feet for a light sweat. I gotta thank Jesse Lee for the mindset on the right track. Now I'm learning how to bite back. The world wanna take the youth, I don't like that. They wanna rip him from the truth, I don't like that. But I'ma show him what to do and get him right back. I'ma pipe back, play it cool as I fight back. With a high hat and a right clap. Then I had a couple grooves and a nice step. They won't know just what to do with the groove. Pretty soon they will just have to remove it. But that's cool, cause the rap crap, yucky. They act cool, but they trash rap. Funny, the beat good, but the content, dummy. They ain't dead, but the mindset, mummy. So forgive your mommies and your daddy too. Cause they don't want to date the reason for your attitude. Remember when you were a kid and they get mad at you? Now you looking for the love, now you smoking on the boy? That's from your parents, and apparently they had it rough. They did the best, but the best wasn't good enough. So you gon' have to get, get it right and live a better life. Do it right, faith in God, out your mind, silent prayer. Lead your wife, have some kids, raise a right, perfect life.